Welcome back to Throwing Hands. It's me. It's Jarrett. Uh, happy holidays to you all out there. Uh, it's going to be a banger latter half, uh, last three weeks of the year when it comes to UFC, and we're starting off with Orlando. So we're just going to hop right into it. Um, we're not uh, a couple good fights here, Marcelo Rojo. Um, we're not going to go over these in detail, but Marcelo Rojo, always look out for him. Very strong featherweight. Uh, Natan Levy from Israel and uh, Hernando Valdez from that's a good fight, but we're gonna start with Jarrett, uh, a very good flyweight bout um, with Tracy Cortez and Amanda Hibas. Um, he uh, Cortez is ranked thirteenth, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Hibas lost to uh, Catlin Chikagi in a split decision in her last fight. Uh, I mean, Tracy Cor- Tracy Cortez uh, has. Exceeded my expectations personally watching her over the years. Uh, and Amanda Hebus, um, she could go back down to 15, but I think 125 is a much more natural place for her. Yeah, she's ranked at both fly and straw, right? Sharing, yeah. I believe to, so. On UFC, she's 15 at fly and nine at straw. So it's, she, yeah, she could go anywhere, but yeah, that's that's I true. think this one's, I think this one's going to be a close one for yeah. sure. If Hebus gets to the ground, I'm interested to see what how Cortez will handle that. Um, I think Cortez really needs to exploit how Hebus keeps her head on a straight line, and she doesn't really have too much head movement. I, I'm going to favor Cortez in this one because every fight starts on the feet. But if Hebus can manage to take it to the ground, I think she she takes it. But I think Cortez wins this by a uh, third-round decision. Okay. I, was, um, I think it's going to be a close one. I have a Hebus by decision the other way i just think i, I don't know why i just cortez still early in the career she's four and oh in the ufc yeah so that's right i don't know uh i'm gonna take a little bit of experience on this one i think if it's that close to a fight i agree with you uh cortez could exploit her in some positions but i'm just gonna take a uh, hebus on this one yeah um yeah, Melissa Gatto, that's a great, that's a solid last win for uh, Cortez. So, I mean, both these two ladies, young ladies, are very, very talented in their respects. So, we'll probably see them uh, in a fight soon. But, all right, we got to talk about this tattoo, bro. Darren Elkins' uh, chest tattoo, the damage. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I didn't I didn't share my story. Oh, right, for the purposes of, let me pull something up first before I share. <laughs> oh, you got to see this, bro. All right. Uh, the damage. Uh, <laughs> that's a top tier tattoo right there. But do you I see st- it? I still can't see it. What? Oh, uh, it's on like. Oh, I should my. Uh, oh, okay. We're only have to use audio then, because <laughs> that's some phone numbers. But um, I'll just edit it <laughs> anyway. All right. Can you see it now? Oh man. Oh, that's something. 
Yeah, it is. Yeah, we're just gonna use the audio for this, guys. Uh, I'm not going through editing that, but we will you'll get the idea. We're gonna share it for each other's sake. But Darren Elkins, uh, he's 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 a guy you always want to watch. He, you know, not an impressive record, but he, his fights are always. I mean, Derek Minner, uh, Cub Swanson, uh, Connolly, um, you know, he, Nate Landwehr, Ryan Hall. He he's he's straddled that top fifteen position, but. Yeah. He's, I can't see him getting there, but Jonathan Pierce, uh, I think this could be a good win for Elkins. Yeah, yeah, it could be. I mean, like you said, Elkins' experience, like, who all – it seems like every big fight he's came up on the short end, but um, I think this could definitely go his way. I yeah. I see I, it both I agree. Um, this is Pierce's biggest name. Uh, although he did fight Makwan Ar- Ar- uh, Amir Khani, uh, great fight. Uh, Amir Khani has some great jujitsu, but if he could st- keep it on the f- find a way to keep it on the feet a little more, he'd be good. But I- I'm going Elkins by decision. I-, I or ground and pound finish. That's how I see it ending. What do you think? I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you on this one. All righty, cool. All right. Michael Johnson versus Mark DeCasey. Um, all right, I'm going to be honest. When I saw DeCasey in Columbus, I thought I was going to see a barn burner. But this dude decided to wrestle, and it was the, he has no submissions. So it, it was rough to watch. And Michael Johnson can wrestle, but, dude, this guy can crack. If my, I think, Michael, what's this takedown? That's my um, 80% takedown defense. That's going to be tough. Duh. Yeah. So he's DeCasey, his last two, he has uh 19 takedowns in 26 minutes of control. <laughs> like, that's insane. That's that's crazy. Over the and they're, and they're both three, so he's controlled 26 out of the 30 minutes. Yeah. That's that, that's nuts. Uh yeah. so he's improved a lot there. If he could just add some jujitsu to the arsenal, I, I think he could become a real threat in the division. But until he's, he does that, Michael Johnson's a crafty vet, man. Uh he's he's so been he's been through the ringer. Let, let's take a look at Michael Johnson. This guy's a legend. Um, yeah. uh, he lost to Jamie Malarkey, which I thought he won. He knocked out uh, Patrick, um, lost to Guida, Tiago Moises. He got subbed by uh, Stevie Ray. Oh, then he went down to Featherweight. I forgot about that. Uh, lost to Josh Emmett. That Duke can crack. We'll talk about him, uh, Emmett, more in February for when they when he fights uh, Yaya Rodriguez. Yeah, Dustin Poirier, Habib, Gaethje. Farther down you go. Nate Diaz, Benil, Dar- Benil Dariush. He's a dog. I love him. Uh, uh, Melvin Gillard. I mean, Gleason, Gleason T-Bow, Joe Lozon. All just – I mean, that, that – He's never had an easy fight. <laughs> that win over Dustin just shows, like, what Johnson can do. It's just he's inconsistent. Like, it's just he's an inconsistent fighter. Like, stuff like that happens, but – you never know what to expect. So, yeah, you never know what to expect. And DeCasey's De consistent. Uh, it's going to be boring, but I think DeCasey grinds us out to a decision. I, I mean, I'm not going to – I think he's going to have a lot of control time along the cage because I don't see Michael Johnson getting taken down, you know, too much. But I got DeCasey by decision. I, although I want Michael Johnson to really just right overhand right go burr, knock him out, but we'll see what happens. What do you think? But no, I agree. I see DeCasey out wrestling him, out controlling him. I got DeCasey by decision too. All righty. Ooh, this is a solid fight here. 
Clay Guida versus Scott Holtzman uh, in the lightweight division. Uh, Clay Guida is uh, is a veteran of the game, uh, and uh, I'm not even exaggerating anything there. Um, uh, it's uh, lost to Puyas. <sighs> Shame what he did to the, <laughs> the lack of what he did against Dan Hooker. Good lord, mm-hmm. that was terrible. I, I'm not even gonna talk about that anymore uh i mean we we went off on that on that that so. was bad that was just, so bad was, but you know he hasn't had easy fights either i mean he fought bobby green back in 2020 and bobby green's really gone up through the rankings uh michael johnson marco madsen uh uh zaleski dos uh, zaleski, i think that's the fight uh, but santos he's he's a solid fighter but um i mean leonardo santos that's right but Scott Holtzman's pretty good too. Um, I'm, inter- I'm I am interested to see how this fight goes. I think if Guida, t- I think Guida will wrestle. I, that's why I see him doing. Yeah. Um, what, what's your thoughts? Well, I mean, Holtzman's not necessarily one punch power. He's coming off of two tough ones, both getting finished by Gamera and Dariush. Um, not bad losses those age so well since early last year, though. So. You know, that that could come into play, you know. But, but these guys are high-class fighters. They can take some time off. Um, Last two wins were, were by a unanimous decision. Um, I I think Guida, like I, I agree with you, I think Guida ends up taking it to the mat, and I got him by decision. Yeah, I mean, I mean those two last losses for Holtzman aged phenomenally. I mean – but Neil Darius sent him to the shadow realm. Uh and you know, Gamrock did his thing. So those aren't those aren't losses to be ashamed about, but I'm going Guida by decision. All righty. Ooh, I'm this is this is a fun fight. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited for this one. Angela Hill versus Emily Ducote. Angela Hill is the king of getting so close to winning the fight, yet doesn't win the fight. I've never seen anybody come so close to winning. You think she wins each time, but the decision just never goes away. And Ducote against Jessica Penny in her debut in um, Long Island. Beyond impressed by that. I was I was thrilled because we need some more younger, well, new, not younger, but new talent in that strawweight division. And I yeah. think she can really bring it. Yeah. I agree. I mean, there's, there's so many on this card. It feels like these fight nights it's the same story every time. It's just they're putting these veterans that are having such a tough time, like breaking through against these new, young, like future superstars. It seems like, and you know this is this is a tough, tough position for Hill, and like she had a good last fight, the unanimous decision against Lupo, or uh, Lupo, but uh, I'm looking at something different. Yeah, no, you're right against Godinez. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, and then, you know, uh, a close fight against uh, Virna Janjidoba. Split decision against Amanda Lemos, who's top three in the division now. Uh, close to Tisha Torres. Uh, a good fight against Michelle Watterson. Win against uh, Ashley Yoder. Um, barely lost to Claudia Gadelia. Like she is always so close, but she can't get it done. And uh, with somebody against Duc- who's as high level as Ducote coming in, yes, I mean she's I think twelve and six outside of you know, but she's on a four fight win streak. She has momentum. She's looking to get to the top. I got Ducote by 
decision. I think it's I don't think it's gonna be a close one for Michelle. I mean uh Angela Hill. Yeah. I I agree with you. What Dakota was Invictus, right? Invicta, yeah. I think she was their uh straw weight champ, if I'm not mistaken. Um yeah, I agree with you. Fre- fresh talent coming in gets it done. Uh yeah, like you said, Hill just can't get over the hump. Um yeah, I agree with you. Probably yeah. about decision. This is fun. This is, I mean, it's not ranked people, but Nico Price and Philly Rowe is going to be a banger. Um, Philly Rowe is absolutely ginormous for the division. (laughs) (laughs) And Nico Price always comes to play. I mean, I don't think he's ever had a boring fight. I mean, uh, Cowboy Oliveira, Pereira, uh, Cowboy, uh, that was interesting. But... This is this is really fun. And Philly Rowe, he he's newer to the UFC. He hasn't had two, he's only had three fights before this. But uh, I mean Jason beat Jason Witt, uh beat Orion Kosi and uh gr- uh lost to Green, but Witt and Kosi aren't too bad of fighters. Matches, so yeah, so I'm I'm interested. This is I am intri- I am beyond intrigued by this fight. Um I don't see these guys getting into the rankings, but I, it could propel him to rank matchup. He's been out for a while too. Yeah, Price has been out for a minute too. They've he's, they've, had, some, he's had some suspensions, right? Yeah, I think it's like pot suspensions yeah. and stuff. I mean, it will, it's not gonna do anything, guys. Change the rules, please. And if anything, it inhibits what they do. <laughs> if you want to spark up a yeah. joint before, go ahead. It's not gonna help you. <laughs> I mean, everything these guys are putting their bodies through too. It's like. It's just just let him smoke a joint, man. Yeah. Uh, like it, it's better than tons of other painkillers that they probably have to go have to use. So anyway. Um yeah, I think I think uh Nico Price takes this. It's gonna be a violent fight. I think he finishes it finishes it in the third. I I think it's a toss up. I had Roe uh finishing him. But um I agree with you. I could see it going either way. It's just I don't know, the the time off kind of gets me. I like Roe has a little bit of momentum going into this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with the underdog on this one. Hey, I can't disagree with you there, my man. All righty. Eric Anders versus Kyle Dacus. Eric Anders, uh, he came on throwing hands a couple years back. Check out that interview. It's a little dated, but hey, he came on. Cool dude. Um, Against Kyle Dacus, brother of Chris Dacus, looking to get into the rankings himself. Um. Kyle, he's had a rough go of it, man. Um, you know, no contest to uh, Kevin Holland after a headbutt, which put Holland out, actually. Um, beat Jamie Pickett. Um, all right. I, I, I Pickett, the best thing to happen to Pickett was Bo Nickel getting injured because that dude would have died in the octagon <laughs> <laughs> against Bo Nickel. He wouldn't have died, but it, it would be pretty. Um <laughs> yeah, but like it would y- y'all get what I mean. And then um Roma Delize, he, I mean geez, that dude has bricks in his hands anyway. Anyway, but Eric Anders, you know, he's had a rough go of it as of late. I think he said on Jogan he got five fights left in him. Um I, I'm gonna I don't know. It, it's an interest it's a really interesting matchup. Uh grappling. Um, they're good at takedown defense because they don't really like to grapple. So this is going to be a, a swang and banger. Uh, what do you think, Jarrett? Uh, Dawkins is pretty good on the mat, though. 
Um, he is. He's, he's good. Uh, his nickname is sick. It's uh, a good nickname, the Darce Knight. Yeah, um, that's great. That's so um, great. So, I, I mean, I think this one, um, a lot of um, on uh, topology, they had it going uh, the distance with the decision in favor of Dawkins. I think Dawkins, if it goes the distance, I think Dawkins can catch him and submit him. But, um, I mean, this, this is another as close as it gets. Like, odds-wise, too, it's extremely close. So, yeah, it's it, it's a tough fight to call. Absolutely. All, all, almost all of them on this card are. Yeah, all the, there's no crazy uh, odds on this card. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm going to go Eric Anders by – um. you know, he's my guy, man. Uh, I'm going to screw it and say um, Eric Anders gets it done by second-round knockout. That's my guy. He came on – he's been on the show, but, uh, uh, man of the show, friend of the show. But if you disagree, I can't disagree with you there. <laughs> I don't disagree with you. I mean, um, I completely understand. It's this isn't anything that anything can happen fight for sure. Definitely. Um, who do you have? Who do you have? What's I? I have Dawkins by submission. Ooh, okay. I, I, can, I, I can see it happening. I, that, that's the thing with. I this think card. most likely. I think most likely that goes to a decision. Yeah, I but agree. I think both me and you are thinking like I don't want to keep picking a decision, decision, decision for this fight card. It's like there's going to be a couple fights where something happens, and I think I think this is one of them. I don't disagree with you that Anders can put him out, but I also think Dawkins, if it gets down to the mat, if they do get down there, I think Dawkins can submit him. So yeah, uh, I I agree, man. Um. Yeah, I mean, this is a fun card, but you know, it's, it's a lot of just bangers. I I can't see finishes. That's that's the thing with this card, in my opinion. But it'll it'll, it'll be fun. I can't wait. All right, Jacker Manson versus Roma Delize. I forget who s- stepped out. I think it was Brunson. Brunson. Yeah, Brunson had an undisclosed injury. I, I don't get why Hermans is taking this fight. He has nothing to gain from this. This is a, this is a bad matchup for him. Dude, I, I like Delize. I love Delize. <laughs> that last fight was real nice. Was it against um that was oh, what's the, his face? The one where oh. he got taken down and went straight to the elbows. Bill Haas. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. That was first off, the and corner should have thrown in yeah. Haas towel, bro. And then you popped the knee. Yeah, he popped the knee out. Uh-oh. Popped the knee, knocked him out the next round. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I was I was watching a um podcast on this and um and then I watched the fight afterwards, and you can see just how like Delize just like kind of after he popped, after he popped, he let him up, and then Delize just like backed off for like a solid forty five seconds, was just backing off and just throwing a couple jabs, and then like it was almost like he didn't want to finish him because he thought the corner was going to throw in the towel or something, and then he just rushed right in and finished him. Like, yeah, that was. That he was in control of that. He should. He, uh, you know, I don't blame Delize for doing that. But if if I were in that position, I just he's not going to defend a takedown with a bum knee. Yeah, just just yeah. just put him to sleep the, yeah. that way. But yeah. but this is a fun. This is a fun fight, man. I I can't wait. Jack Romanson's striking looked great against Chris Curtis. It looked much improved, which he needed to stay in this upper echelon in the division. And I think he is the dark horse of the division, personally. But he didn't need to take this fight. He did not. He should have just said, I'm away. Yeah. 
but I don't know. I what what do you think of the fight? I think I think Delize finishes him. Oh, I think finishes him. Um, I just I really like Roman though, so I feel like I'm a little biased on it. But Hermanson's the favorite, not not only on the odds, but um, the fans too. He not by much, but um, he's sixty percent of the fans vote on a uh, topology, which I kind of like that. I kind of like the fan, the fans vote just to see how everyone else like us is feeling. Yeah, I but, agree. Uh, and it, it could go the distance, but I think if it goes that way, I think Delize finishes him. Yeah, it's now I, I, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Hermanson by submission. I, I, I like my boy, Jack, that, that his jujitsu is nuts. It, it's lost. He's got good losses too. Like, yeah, his losses, you can't... Strickland, Vittori, Cannoneer, like... Oh, I forgot. he That Vittori fight was awesome. I forget. That was a great fight. Uh, and then, you know, he yes, wrecked know. Shabazian. That that was terrible. Uh, lost to uh, Sean Strickland. Uh, uh, he's fighting in a couple weeks. That dude's nuts. <laughs> Did you see that uh, video of him sparring the boxer? You said Strickland? Yeah. Did you see that no. video? Oh, I'll no. send it to you. It's absolutely hilarious. He's just talking crap the whole time to him. Strickland's one of my favorite guys. I, I definitely think this fight either goes... I think if it goes the distance, I don't see Hermanson finishing him. I see Hermanson winning by decision. And I think it's close enough that it could go the distance, so I think it gives more time for Roman to, you know... Load up a right hand or something. Yeah, get something going. Yeah, I mean, I got to give it to Jack in his last fight. 100 uh, significant strikes to Curtis's 43. I mean, Chris Curtis is a yeah. striker, and I would have expected him to outland him, but yeah, Kretsch, Jack, or Manson. All right, next fight. We got some heavyweights. This this is what we this is what we want. Um, uh, I fear for Ty Tuivasa in this one, bro. Mm-hmm. He just mm-hmm. got knocked out three months ago. Sergey Pavlovich is absolutely terrifying. He, he has a seven-foot reach. What that's are you going to do? That's that's really – I mean, I was going to talk about it later. That's what – honestly, that's what made me pick him. I, spoiler alert, I picked uh, Sergey in this. Because, like, <laughs> what happened with is, like, the body shots from Gain killed him. Like, imagine what Sergey could do. Like the, just jab him. Yeah, like it, it's going to be a good one though. Like, and the thing is, you can't count Ty out, and because he has that one hitter quitter power. Yeah, I mean, he slept Derek Lewis, <laughs> like yeah. like night yeah. night. But th- dude, that fight wasn't going to decision. But I I think Pal I honestly think Pavlovich submits him. I uh, I mean his grappling's really good too. I think Pavlovich has championship potential. I'm going to be completely honest. He he really does. Ty has it, but he needs to hone it in, in a sense. But Pavlovich, you know, he could win this, win one more fight, and be in the title picture. So that's that's what I see with Pavlovich. He I, he's probably just not popular. That's the thing. If he was I, more popular, that's one of my favorite fighters. Like I'd love to see a Shuey, but like I just I don't know. This is a tough matchup for him. Yeah, it's, I mean, 
this makes it a tough matchup for anyone. <laughs> that reach yeah. and a 45 inch leg reach. That's crazy. And he's yoked. Who's Pavlovich yeah. beaten? I need, I forget. Um, oh, he's good. Oh, Abdurahimov. Oh, that was a beatdown. Uh, Green. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pavlovich didn't fight. This is his third fight of the year, and he hadn't fought for like yeah, two, he's, three he's years. Only, he lost his, uh, uh, what's it called, his debut. They threw him right in against o- Overeem. <laughs> Why would you do that? that um, that's criminal. Won. He's 4-1 in the UFC. Yeah, I mean, if Overeem's your only lost, yeah. That's okay. And you can credit that to even like, oh, it's your debut. Maybe he's you know, fighting nerves. Like, I know I'd be fighting nerves. Like, yeah, I, anyone would. Any normal person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of these guys aren't normal. Are not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Mateus Nicolau versus Matt Schnell. Matt, if you watch that last Matt Schnell fight, that dude came for, back from the Shadow Realm against, um, oh, who? what's his name? That was an oh. amazing fight. Oh, uh, Sumaderji. Yeah. That if if you haven't watched that second round, I highly highly encourage you to go back go, look it up on YouTube. I guarantee you it's on YouTube and watch that second round. I was screaming my head off cuz Matt Schnell was like getting his head bounced on the canvas, I'm pretty sure, and then he came back and knocked Sumaderji out. Incredible heart, I must say. But Mateus Nicolau is nothing to mess with. This dude is insane. He yeah. could sub you. He can knock you out. He can do just about anything. And his grap, he has very good grappling. I mean, he, he's only been taken out like twice. So I'm intrigued. This, this is an intriguing matchup. Beat Dvorak and Elliot. Like, Nikolov's pretty good. Yeah, he, he's really good. Yeah. I don't know about this fight, Snow's Nick. Got, Snow's got some like really impressive losses, though, too. Yeah, that's true. And he was at 35 at one point. Val and Pantoja. Yeah, Alexandra Pantoja. I mean, both these guys. It's a tough one to call. I don't know. I'm I'm leaning Nicolau, but I can't count Matt Schnell out after watching that last. Yeah, Um, I I had Nicolau by decision. I I got that too. I'm glad we're agreeing on that one. But, hey, Matt Schell might come from the – and th- this is the second most disparaged odds in the in the in on the card. But this is the fight that we need to see. So, Rafael Dos Anjos, after he got knocked out by Fazeev, said, I want fun fights. This is as fun as it gets. That's all I'm going to say. Bob Reyna gets a nothing but bangers. That Matt Brown fight back in Columbus on March 26th, I was there. That was awesome. I've never felt an atmosphere like that. Then he comes back and fights Robbie Lawler. Great two-round bout. Ruthless Robbie, he's just old, and he got gassed out, and he lost. That hurt breaks everyone's hearts, and I don't think Robbie should really fight again. Even though he's fighting Santiago Ponzinibbio next week, that's awful for him. Anyway, I, I think Rafael Dos Andres honestly moves through him. Skill-wise, Dos Andres is still there, in my opinion. His yeah. chin's just not because he's 38 or 37. He's one of the two ages. But his the skills there, but the chin isn't. I, I think it's going to be closer, a lot closer if it stays on their feet. But I think, I think Dos Anjos is going to take him down a lot. Like I was going to say, look at the check in on the grappling. I want to look at those. Yeah, that's yeah. That could uh, that could that could definitely uh be the difference. I it, think it could. And then if you look at uh, win by, you know. 
DeSantis can do it from anywhere. So, yeah. um, money line. Oh, there's odds. Huh? Oh, we're going to talk about some odds, uh, laws later. I don't know if you saw that, but we're, we'll talk about that later. I'm going to Sandra's by knockout, bro. I, I think it could be destruction. I, I really do. Cause I don't think Bob Rain is nearly on the level skill wise that, um, Dos Andres is. I, I, I like that. That's a, that's a solid pick. Cause I, I had Dos Andres by a decision. So, I mean, if he's going to control him that long, I absolutely could see a finish. Yeah. I think I, Bob Rain is fun, but I, I don't think he's on that skill level. All right. This is a fantastic main event. I am in love with this. Yeah. I, Thompson, number six. First off, 39, still number six in the world at welterweight. That's mind blown. That's phenomenal. Kevin Holland, man, going down to 70 was the best decision he made. And the only reason he lost to uh, Hamza is because um, he wasn't prepared for a wrestler. <laughs> Yeah. Um uh there's other reasons. That was that that card was a mess, but I think S- Steven Thompson needs to win. There there's I, I don't know what to think of this matchup. Like, there's so much that could happen. I know, um, bro. Kevin Holland's so much longer too. Yeah. I mean, Steven Thompson and I are almost like proportionally the same. That's actually that's actually really freaky. Um but I mean, eighty-one inch reach. I mean, he has a six-nine reach. Uh, his legs aren't the same length, but that Kevin Holland has that piston of a right hand. If it land, I mean, Joaquin Buckley got sent to the moon. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I I don't know either, man. I I really don't know. Um, Holland's Holland's got some tough losses. Thompson has fought almost everyone. So yeah, I mean Thompson. The last two people lost to were Gilbert Burns and Bilal Muhammad. Um, I, I mean, look, here, here's my thing with Bilal, man. Once that dude finds somebody who can stuff some takedowns, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> He's going. He might go night night. Uh, but we're talking about Stephen Thompson, and Kevin Holland here. Kevin Holland's jujitsu is really good, and I think if he gets in a pinch, he might just take it to the ground. And that's what I, I, Kevin Holland doesn't throw head kicks really. Yeah. Steven Thompson, if you watch his debut, go watch his debut. I highly encourage you to because that head kick was nasty. I'm I'm broke on this one. I, I don't I th- I've been thinking about this one all day in preparation yeah. for this, and I don't know. I I don't know either. I I think it's anything can happen. I I originally my original thing was Holland by knockout. Just mm-hmm catching him off power but i mean then you look at it and it's like can he even outstrike him like can he even outstrike him you, you don't know but i feel like holland has the one punch power to put him out but if thompson just keeps on landing like he usually does it's just it's tough to beat it's yeah and if you look at uh steven thompson um I mean Kevin Hahn, he he said I think he said he wanted to kind of stand and bang. He's excited to fight a striker. But I, this this isn't the guy you want to strike with, dude. Like I, I'm going Oh. This is tough. I am going Kevin Hahn by submission. I I okay. I I really think he can do it. And I mean his jiu-jitsu he, Travis Luter black belt, you can't go wrong. I'm I and I am very unsure with this pick, but I'm going Kevin Holland by a fourth round submission. What do you think? Uh, I was gonna say Kevin Holland with a knockout. 
in the late rounds. So, all righty, that'll do it for the card. Great card, banger card. We'll be back Tuesday. Um, well, we'll he and I will be in the studio Monday or something, and we'll, you can see the episode Tuesday when we review it. But we got some uh, lots happened. And we have to talk about it. Yuri Prohaska is out of his fight against Glover Teixeira. If you've paid it, if you pay any attention to mixed martial arts, you, you probably heard, but we have to, we have to talk about it. Um, Yuri wanted to fight with one arm. And if you can't, if you could hardly take him down with two arms in the last fight, how do you expect to take him to keep him up, keep him up with one? Yeah. So Yuri did the manly thing. He he was a man, a man of uh, samurai code. He vanked, he uh, vacated the title, and now he it's Jan Blahovich versus Magomed Ankalaya for the title. Glover wanted Jan, but uh, UFC said nope. I was gonna say they offered him. They offered him Ankalaya. That would have been murder, bro. <laughs> With no time to repair, like yeah, you'd have to change up your whole fight camp. Mm-hmm. And then he said he wanted it in Brazil, but dude, it—I don't think that would have changed the result. I—I I think Magomed Ankalaev is really, really good. So you can't. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I love Glover more than the next guy, but as much as the next guy, rather. But I—I I, I would fear for Glover in a fight against Magomed Ankalaev. But they should have made it Jan versus Glover. But here's what's going to happen. I think. Jan and Magomed Ankalaev are going to fight. Yuri's probably going to be out for about a year. And then Glover Teixeira gets the next title shot. I, I hope that's yeah. what happens. I really do. Because Glover, he, if he doesn't get the next title shot, he's never getting another title shot. Yeah. yeah. And then Yuri has been guaranteed another title shot once he comes back. As mm-hmm. he should have. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. That, that was a lot of talking. But um, I'm going to Marcel Dorf. Real quick, because not too many fights have been made. Um, here's what I'll say, though. I forget. I think Dana White said, what's his face? John Jones is not what's his face. It's John Jones, but um, is going to fight at 285 in March against either Nganu or Curtis Blades. Uh, I I fear for uh, both Nganu and Curtis Blades. Um, I I just... I, I think it should be Blades first. I think he should fight Blades first. Ooh. I personally want him to fight Gain. But... Yes! That's what I was saying. I want him to fight Cyril Gaon. Yeah. Uh, he, here's my thing with Jones. I... You guys are all on audio. I'm terrible with names. I'm terrible with names. It doesn't matter how many times I hear someone pronounce it. It's. But it's... we know it's all love, man. We know yeah, yeah, love. yeah. <laughs> Everybody but, knows who I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I saw this TikTok of John Jones. It was a little old. I had seen the clip before, but he's like, you know, if you prepare for Nganu to knock you out, you know he can put your lights out. It's easy. And it's like, oh, my gosh. So this dude knows what could happen. Like, he he is mentally prepared to fight Nganu, and that's scary. No one is mentally prepared to fight. I mean, it's real gone. I think he is. But, like, I think I think John Jones kills him. No, like it, it. I think it would be a a terrible fight for Ngannou because if yeah. So, I mean, Cyril Gon could grapple with him. I mean, John I Jones would be a nightmare. I definitely have Jones winning both. It's just like I'm torn between 
as a fan, I obviously want to see him fight Francis right off the bat. But then it's like, well, can you have him go straight for a title fight? I mean, no matter who he is, like, I understand that he's most people's best fighter of all time. But, like, I don't know. How much can you excuse to just completely jump your your heavyweight debut and you throw him right out into a title fight? Like, ah, I Well, here's the thing. If it was a normal champion, one or two, three defenses, ah. he wouldn't get a title shot. John Jones has won 14 title fights. I mean, can you can you uh can you argue with him getting an immediate title well, shot at heavyweight? Well, exactly. I mean, if if he does get it, I'm not gonna it's not like I'm gonna complain. It's not like I'm gonna be like, oh well that, that's unfair. Like he doesn't deserve it. No, the I'm, dude I'm deserves it. Stop it. Yeah, of course we're gonna buy the card. But, buy the card. Like or or go to B dubs. That's a great way. If you can't afford the card, go to B dubs. It's always a good time. Yeah, buy the card. Um, yeah. Um, or mooch off friends. <laughs> That's what I've done. Yeah. I, I've mooched off friends. But um, I think that um, – gosh, that's – heavyweight's in a weird division. Stipe doesn't want to fight. I don't think he'll fight again. Greatest heavyweight of all time. He should just ride off into the sunset. I think he should just retire after Cormier. That's just my opinion. But – I met Stipe, great guy. Um, it, it's just a, it's a mess, man. It, it, and then, so we know John Jones is coming back, which makes me happy. Um, oh, so apparently, um, what's his face? Uh, Alex Pereira uh, makes Glover watch his fights, watch his uh, win against Adesanya every time he goes over to Glover's house. That's hilarious. But uh, rumor mill has it, he, Hamzat Shemaev turned down a fight at 205 against Alex Pereira. Uh, mm. It was going to be at 85, but Alex cannot make the weight. And mm. I think that brings a couple things into question. Why is he fighting at 85 if he can't make weight on two months' notice? Yeah. Like, that is weight bully extreme. Like, that is horrible. Yeah. Uh, but well, it, I swear, I swear, if Hamza gets a title shot, I'm gonna be angry. Isn't uh, didn't Joe say it? Wasn't that uh, Rogan who said that like uh, Pereira's weight cutting is like legal cheating, sanctioned cheating? Yeah. Yes, and I can, I can't disagree. But if it's legal, it's legal. I'm not gonna discourage you from doing it. But if you can't make weight in two months, that's two absurd. Months. Two months. Like two months till Brazil. That's crazy. But I wouldn't take a fight after a title fight like that. He had just gotten rocked by Adesanya. So that's, an, that's a lot. That's an awful matchup for him, too. Oh, yeah. It, it, it wouldn't be close. I, I don't think it would be a close. I think Hamzat would win. Yeah. That decisively. Also, yeah. Quote unquote, I can't make the weight. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he knows. If you saw his takedown against Adesanya, that was just pure muscle. He just muscled the takedown. He's like, it was it was horrible. He probably could have blown his back out, to be honest. I'm, I'm, I'm going to grab your legs and pick you up. Like, <laughs> That's all it was. It was a horrible takedown. Um, ooh, Kayla Harrison lost in PFL. 
mm. to Pacheco, mm. who lost to Andrade, who fights at 125. Pacheco fights at 155. That shows the skill gap between these PFL fighters and UFC fighters. Fandraj beat this woman. But Kayla Harrison might fight Chris Cyborg now. I, I mean, I I think Kayla Harrison says goodnight, bro. I'm not going to lie. If that fight happens. Yeah. Terrible. Oh, speaking of PFL, Marlon Moraes really needs to hang it up, man. He, he was like a minus 1,000. Like, he was an absurd favorite against Shaylin Marais, Shaman Marais. Not taking away from Shaman, but he got knocked out. Marlon Marais should really just hang it up. Like fifth TKO loss in a row. Hang it up. Dominic Reyes, please hang it up. I don't want to see you get direct anymore. That was horrible. Um, But Patty got... So after the uh, Yuri got uh, scrapped from the fight, Pimblet and Gordon got moved up. But we're gonna talk about that more next week. But that's really that's really all I got, man. This is a there's some good there's some good stuff here. Um, oh, here's a fight: Nikita Krylov, Ryan Span, UFC event on February 25th. Phenomenal fight, great fight. Someone's getting finished. Yeah. Man, <sighs> lots going on. Yeah. Um, I'm going to keep scrolling a little bit more, but there's not really too much, but Connor stuff with the, him getting tested. Oh, what's this? It was like Connor getting back in the testing. Oh, group. let's talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. So if you haven't seen any pictures of Connor McGregor lately, uh, you know, I'm going to pull one up. Let's, let's, uh, let's go to Connor McGregor. This guy is yoked, like, like yoked, yoked. He's now a middleweight easily. Like, I mean, there are people saying it's steroids. Here's my thing. I don't think it's it's so crazy that it necessarily warrants steroid talk. But it, it's he's not he's never making one fifty five again. It, it it will be physically impossible for him to do. Okay, here we are. Um. Okay, let me share this real quick. For us, at least. <laughs> Look at this. Look at his quads. Look at his quads. All right. If you want to see this photo, guys, since this is this will be audio only based on my uh, dupiness in the beginning of the show, accidentally sharing a couple phone numbers, um, which I will respect their privacy. Um, just go to his Instagram, Notorious MMA on Instagram. Scroll down a couple times. You'll find it. He is yoked, yoked beyond belief. He's um, huge. So he's going to 70. Uh, th- he has to go to 70. There, There's no feasible way he can make 55 again. And he has said he's going to 70. Um, I think if Leon Edwards defends his title in March, I think Conor McGregor, they got, they, for, for, for the sake of the British Isles, they got to throw Conor and, uh, and Leon Edwards in there. Put it oh. in Dublin. Make it happen. Make it happen. Because the top five of the welterweight division doesn't want to fight. And then every that'll make people fight in the top five, in my opinion. So therefore, I think that's the thing we got to do. <laughs> throw the throw the cash cow in. Throw the cash cow in. Get stuff going. <laughs> Did since so since he's then, out of like that big, and then I was I saw something about Patty Patty saying like him and Connor would be like the biggest pay per view ever. I'm like, no, what what? Wait? 
what weight? Like, you're going to film a street fight and charge people to watch the Instagram live? <laughs> charge on Periscope? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, speaking of Patty, Jake Paul wants uh, Patty to spar him in boxing for a million bucks. Uh, Patty accepted the deal, and I thought he I, – I liked the deal Patty threw out. Hey, come to the PI. We'll make it happen. And Jake Paul made it in Puerto Rico for, for a reason because he knew people – I wouldn't want to go to Port. – I'm not going to Puerto Rico to, to get beat up. I'm already here. Yeah. If you want to do it, come to my spot. Boom. Compromise. But Jake Paul is just doing that. So, oh, he's backing out. First off, I think Patty would get knocked out in that spar. Absolutely horrible matchup. If it was a real street fight, Patty would win 100% of the time. But yeah. it's boxing. And, yeah, good on Patty for putting it to the PI because that would be terrible. I mean, you, uh, could, you could talk for hours about who all Jake Paul mentions within a week. It's just <laughs> – I saw something it was like within within a couple hour span he had he had called out he had called out nate diaz patty pimblett the boxer that he's always uh tommy like, fury tommy fury and he had uh he'd called out another one and i'm like andrew tate like all within a couple hours like it was just back-to-back tweets and i'm like you can't make this stuff up and, I, I, call me crazy but i think andrew tate would kill him I'd love to watch it. Dude, like, I would, I would, I would pay money to watch that fight. Oh, that's a, it's 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 so annoying for the sport, but at the same time, it's just like it's just random people fighting each other. So it's like it's fun to watch. Like it is entertaining, but it's not it's not like real yeah. fighting. And and when it comes to combat sports athletes, Andrew Tate would be the youngest one he's fought, and he's thirty six in like two weeks. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but dude, if you've seen Andrew Tate uh, highlight reels, that dude can crack. It is absolutely terrifying. If you've seen the highlight, if you don't think he's legit, go uh, just look up Andrew Tate kickboxing highlights because he that dude puts lights out. He doesn't wobble you. He he he's very precise and he puts you out. So that's what that's that's what I think would happen. But one last thing, I don't know if you saw this, but I decided to look on uh, USADA's uh, website to see how many times Yuri Prohaska has been tested because he got he's, he got tested like 24 times within the past couple months. He's been tested and it's two and a half years in the USADA testing pool. Yeah, probably two and a half years. 77 times. <laughs> that is insane. Yeah. Wow. 77 times yeah that just shows the level that this guy's on they yeah. think he's well also he was in ryzen they don't really care about steroids over there but that's part of it but when yuri comes back man we might have a new mythical fighter on our hands all right i'm gonna wrap it up man you got anything else i was just gonna say him coming off of an injury is gonna get tested even more because they're like oh well, is he using to you know come back like is he using to get healthy like it's yeah but if there's anybody mentally that can come back from an injury like that yeah it's yuri but anyway jared jared thanks for coming on man great episode we had lots to talk about absolutely it was a real fun episode yeah that was a fun this was a fun one so when we when we're back we're going to review uh fight night uh thompson versus holland banger of a card should be and then you'll next a week from today from when this episode comes out we got another pay-per-view to go over. And then after that, Strickland versus uh, uh, Cannoneer. And then 
year-end review stuff. And then we're starting 2023 off with a bang. I forget who the first card is. I'm actually going to take a look at that real quick before we uh, bounce. But it's it's good stuff. Um, On top of all this stuff, throwing finals week. It's like... Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Gaslam versus Nasruddin Imamov. Um, Imamov, I know you said... Gaslam was ducking you because he dropped out of the fight back in April, but Gaslam's the last dude to drop out of any fight. Stop it. Anyway, so that'll do for this episode of Throwing Hands. For me and Jarrett, this has been Throwing Hands. We'll see you guys next time. Peace out.